0: It's hard to beat something with a title as catchy as Ivy League Chick Unfollowed on Instagram, LOL. That was a pretty good title. If I say so myself. <clears throat> this is a boring episode. It's very boring. You know, it's kind of like when an artist comes out with an album. <laughs> like, you probably have, like, three to five hits. And you probably have another, like, five to eight songs that are just kind of more <laughs> average. Gives you uh, a more unique perspective into the mind of the artist, I consider myself an artist, do you consider yourself an artist, what is your art form, what is your preferred medium, well I'll tell you what my preferred medium is, my preferred medium is optimization, and that's not really an art form, that's a business strategy, that's a life strategy, and you're right, it is a life strategy. I am on my way. Did I use all my data already? I got 50, g- 50 gigs of LTE. I think I already, I already torched it. Um, i on my way to take my Texas state insurance exam, general lines, health and life. And I decided I would start selling... Insurance for fun. Keyword decide. Right. I don't have to do that. I have an online business reselling designer clothing. Provides me enough cash to live off of. But you know, there's a faster opportunity available, and that opportunity is become a top-producing insurance agent and uh, take the cash. Take the cash and create an entire operation as opposed to just hiring one employee at a time as income produces linearly. It's just way better to do a quantum leap, right? You need a cash injection. You can you can create a much bigger mold and get the machine going much faster with a cash injection rather than, you know, building one sale at a time, you know, increasing your bottom line slowly through the efforts of only just one or two people. But you better have confidence that it's going to pay off. Otherwise, that initial cash injection is going to evaporate. And that's what happens to a lot of small business owners. They are too confident or optimistic in their ability to sell and generate revenues. So once the cash injection is gone... Then they're living off debt, and then panic sets in, doubt sets in, and really what was the ultimate lesson to be learned? You weren't spending enough time and effort selling. You didn't quite understand how to generate income from the sheer efforts of your business. (coughs) 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 Uh, It's got this like, (coughs) like clear mucus my lungs, very annoying, you know, actually the best thing for that is ginseng, so I got some ginseng with me from the dollar store, I'm on a little bit of highway traffic on my way to the testing center, I got a 97 on the practice exam, thank God I have a photographic memory, so taking tests has always been pretty goddamn easy for me, so long as I'm interested in the test uh, material. I'm not interested in the test material. I can still memorize it, but what's the point? Right? That's why I think our school education system is fucking retarded. I really feel a soul urge. I feel an urge in my soul to create course curriculum for achievers. I really do. <clears throat> These are things that I wish I would have known when I was 16, 15, 16 you know i would have liked to understand finance like like practical finance right not formulas and bullshit to use a calculator for like calculus is is the biggest waste of time i've ever fucking seen in my life calculus and i tested out of you know ap calculus but it's just like so much time was wasted learning something that has zero application And it's an embarrassment. It's embarrassing and it's infuriating that I would waste, you know, a fraction of my life learning something I will never fucking use, right? Children need to learn the basics of real estate, the basics of renting, the basics of credit, the basics of even, like, credit reporting agencies and how to deal with a debt collector, what happens when you default on payments, right? Like, what are what happens when you get repoed? You know, I mean, things that nobody talks about because they're afraid to talk about it, hush-hush subjects. We need to talk about things like, you know, getting uh, a loan or applying for a loan or how do we create an account that automatically accrues, you know, a percentage of our income to like an, a rainy day emergency fund. Why don't we know things like this? It is so annoying. And I don't think you have two schools of thought. You have the thought that says, well, the rich are rich and they don't want the little guy, you know, they want to keep the little guy down. And I'm saying that argument is such a lie because all of the information in the world is publicly available for the most part, 98% of Information is public knowledge. With the fucking, you have a computer in your pocket, okay, that can give you just about any information that exists, period. If you can't find it on Wikipedia, or you can't find it on YouTube, or you can't just search it on Google, then you could probably torrent the book, which is illegal, but you could still do it you could access the information for free. That would be breaking the law. Should you do it? Probably not. But if you couldn't afford it, you know, could it be done? Well, you know, it's up for you to decide. But all information is is generally public knowledge. Ivy League school is charging you $50,000 a year in tuition plus room and board to basically just have a professor reiterate what a textbook is telling you. There is no application. The only application for... That kind of specialized knowledge maybe would be math, sciences, and medicine, okay? Engineers and programmers and, uh, you know, doctors and surgeons, sure, you know, yeah, you might need to have additional schooling, but everything, every fucking thing else, there is common sense. You know, like, my college was easier than my high school was? What does I say? My high school was so goddamn competitive, you know, for me to be in the top 5%. And I didn't even know how to game the uh, the rating system. Otherwise, I would have been top three in my high school, right? I didn't know how to game, uh, you know, the ranking system, nor did I even really care that much, you know. But it's like, why don't we understand the rules of our environment? It's like, you guys are just so quick to say, That life is unfair You don't even know what the rules are You don't even know the game you're playing You know Work just becomes this autopilot thing And once you've chosen your career You're almost spending 0% Improving your skills You know you're basically working the same job 30 years You're working the same one year 30 times in a row You're not really doing 30 years of work You're doing one year of work 30 times You ever hear that quote? (laughs) <laughs> we need to develop a curriculum for hyperachievement, right? There's only a very, very small percentage of the population that actually wants to work for results, right? That actually wants to be paid based on effort rather than based on security. That's a problem. I think 80 to 90% of all jobs should be paying out on effort rather than just a stable check. A stable salary or a stable hourly. The problem with the world, you know, people don't really want to think about effort and productivity, and I don't understand why. I do understand why, because animals are quite lazy creatures, and animals like to lounge around by the, you know, watering hole and gossip about the fucking the week's events. <clears throat> I think that's what animals do by nature. I don't think animals really are wired to produce, you know? And then that begets the question, what makes somebody want to do all this shit? I have no fucking clue. I really don't. I just... Some people have an abundance of energy, I suppose. Some people have a curiosity that never gets sated. Some people want to actually fix the fucking problems of the world because they're sick they're sick. Oh shit! Why you don't make a podcast on the highway? But um, anyways, I'm sick. I'm sick of all this, you know, uselessness. It's like nobody really seems to value their time. We got too much time
1: in the world.
0: When you start realizing time is your most precious commodity, and you start squeezing every hour of every day. Like every day, you should be thinking like, how much time do you have left in the day? Because time is scarce, right? Most of you guys don't think your time is scarce. That's why your time's not worth very much, right? It's four p.m. You know, I've got maybe eight hours left in the day. I probably will be up till midnight, but that's a little too late for me. I need to start going to bed earlier. I've been on a holiday holiday time clock. We got to get back on to optimal results time clock, which is waking up at 5:45 a.m. But um, you know, your motivation comes in little bursts because it's a new year. Why? Because everybody else is playing the new year game, and how long does that last? A week, you know. Dude, I'm always thinking about growth. I was thinking about growth, December fifteenth, and I'm gonna be thinking about growth in July fifteenth. Every fucking day, of every fucking, uh, fucking, every minute. <sighs> All right, I gotta exit, Ella. Anyway, the whole point of this is like, what do you truly want? You know, what do you truly crave and desire? I don't think people really want. Much I don't think people spend very much time in this in this state of mind. I think people are just like kind of like children, adolescent. You, 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 you're wanting like fleeting moments of like fun and exhilaration. You're wanting like momentary snapshots. That's why I like stories are so prevalent as a reflection of like the way society organizes their own thoughts and memories and, and information like you're thinking in tiny little snapshot glimpses that are, you know, cool or fun or interesting or memorable, right? All of the memories of every month, every week, every year could be categorized into these little snapshots. You know, maybe that's the way our brain remembers stories, like legitimate memories and stories. You know? I'm pondering. I'm pontificating. You might think I was high right now. I'm not. I am stone-cold sober, just curious, curious mind. What is it that makes people do anything, you know? <coughs> like, who decided 40 hours <coughs> <coughs> is the standard? <coughs> and it's like, see the ginseng, it's kicking in now. Ginseng is incredible for clearing out your lungs, remember that, and get it at the dollar store, but um, I don't even know why I know that, I just somehow happened to to realize it, Um, ginseng will work better at clearing out your lungs than any over the counter, because all that shit just kind of like dries you out, (sighs) ginseng is natural, it's a cleansing and it's an invigorating herb, it's like fire. So the fire in your lungs gonna draw out the lungs. All right, I gotta get going because my exam starts at 4:30. I'm not gonna get there until 4:20. That's okay. What am I gonna do waiting around anyways? Um. Okay. I'm just gonna take this. Could've just taken the beltway, but okay, whatever. <sighs> pondering thoughts, 14 minutes long. It's a boring episode. Emptying out my mind. What do I want to think about? I think we must reform education in in the world. It's so important. Children need to be taught legitimate, real-life, practical, financial. You know, I, I really, for the life of me, can't understand why nobody learned. Why, like, why doesn't this bother people? Because most people don't really spend any time thinking about this. Most people would rather just avoid their problems. You guys are living for the moment. I think that's actually the problem with society. You're living for the moment, right? You really shouldn't be living for the moment. You should be living for the future. Enjoy the moment, of course. Gratitude is the supreme attitude. I'm very grateful, but grateful does not mean satisfied, Grateful means appreciative, and it's an attitude. Grateful does not mean satisfied with status quo and hungry for success. We are creators by nature, you know? We, we we want to create things. We want to do things. And why did the human being sell out its precious commodity of time and information and time and ability to think about things? And why do we sell that out for cheap, very cheap entertainment, you know, TV shows, What the cheapest form of entertainment, vegetation? I guess because it's like the only way to calm kids down, stick them in front of the fucking TV, right? It's like the only way to get kids to, like, be entertained so they don't cause problems. It's like the children have too much energy, so the parents veg them out in front of the television, you know? So it's more so, like, a, a, a therapeutic tool for the parents rather than, like, actual entertainment, <laughs> which is fine. Maybe we've got to make educational TV shows for children that, you know, actually can teach them while they're watching TV. Teach them without them knowing they're being taught. That's what Jay Shetty, that's what he wants to do. He wants to create the new Disney of Hollywood to actually... Uh, teach children, you know, basic, real, real shit, I think that's good, I think that's good, let's see, let's see how you're going to do it, you know, my mind feels very vast right now, I'm contemplating, you know, vast, global things, I'm thinking about the composite and the whole, what do I want? I want a life of achievement. I want a life of meaning. I want a life of productivity. I want to feel like I'm legitimately transforming the world, improving these, these uh, you know, operations. It's just efficiency, guys. You're not efficient. You don't spend enough time thinking about how to do things better. You're thinking about how can I do things with less amount of time. I was at Starbucks studying for my exam last night. I met this black guy. He was a cool dude, but you know he was—he want—he asked me if I could take a selfie for him, or not a selfie, uh, yeah, take an actual photo of him at Starbucks in front of his computer. And I was like, okay, why well, is this for the gram? And he starts laughing. He says he's in this like forex club, and what they do is they all take pictures of each other, proving that. I guess they're working on their trades, trading Forex, foreign exchanges. And, uh, you know, and then he proceeds to spend, like, the next 30 minutes outside on the phone. And so I'm like, nigga, you're taking a picture acting like you're working. You you You're taking a picture to prove to people you're working when you're not. And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. And this, to me, is, like, people who have yellow but they have no red, right? And I happen to know a lot of people who are like this. They got, like, the mind energy. Like, the mind is curious and, like, motivated enough to want to pursue some ulterior path of excellence or basically, like, financial. But the problem with yellow people is, like, they want to take shortcuts, right? They don't actually want to to work very hard. They want to work less. So they pride themselves on their ability to create, you know, efficiency and save time and make more money with less time. Hey, that's a great thing, you know? these people are like very lazy physically like they don't actually want to do the work so when you have someone who's red and yellow fucking game over cause so not only are they mentally sharp as hell, they're physically like they're never gonna stop these people are the ultimate winners you know, I call that the billionaire loop you got red and you got yellow, fucking game over you can do anything then you just gotta apply your skills and network up, right it's, it's like a foolproof way to win I want a society of winners that are red and yellow. I want a society of people who are elite producers. I want to be around elite producers. I want to be an elite person. I am an elite person, you know. I want to surround myself with elitism. I like to work, like, really hard and be proud of having a full day of working. I really, really admire that now. Thank God I came to Houston, Texas, because I had tap into that Houston red, right? It's a solid city. People here legitimately want to work. When Monday comes around, these people are ready to go. People are not, like, exhausted and, like, you know, it's like pain, so much pain. That's a lazy, you know. So a red society, like, they they don't mind doing the work. They like to do the work. They like to be busy, They like to make money. They like to spend money. They like to save money. They always have money, you know. Hard to spend money when you're working all the time. Then you just always have it, right? That's nice. Then you want to start coming up up with ways to have more, you know. A problem with most people, though, is then they start slipping up. They're trying to get more for less. That's the problem. It's like, no, more for more and keep the work at a constant while you're sharpening everything else. You know, that's a foolproof way. You're going to have indestructible wealth, which starts at about 100 million bones. I wonder how many people it would take to find someone who actually, number one, was interested in $100 million, and number two, actually intended on $100 million. You know, shit, I can't name a single person I know. That's a problem, right? I need to know more people who who want a hundred million bucks, right? So that's where networking comes in, because you know you're putting it out there, you're rallying power. So we gotta rally up this power. I hope I'm going to the right place. Yeah, North Gessner. Yep. Alright, I should ace this insurance test pretty quickly. I was able to do a 200 question exam, practice exam, in like 30 minutes, I think. So it shouldn't take me too long. You get two and a half hours. I'd like to be done in 20 minutes. Ace this test, then I got work to do, working all night. And uh, just keep it going, right? Keep it rolling. Always rolling, never slowing down, never stopping you want faster success, you want faster results, yeah, sharpen your mind, scan the horizon, but that doesn't mean you ever slow down, the legs are always going, the engine never turns off, do you understand, this engine lasts forever, always is going, always, the engine, my fucking legs, the roots of my fucking being, anchored in forward, right? Always going, never slowing down, never turning off. The engine is like the core of the earth, is like the core of the sun. It's a nuclear fucking battery, okay? It's never going to stop, all right? So, anyways, keep it going, keep it rolling, never stop, never slow down.